name is Chris. And I'm Holly. A long time ago when we first met, I fell madly in love with this woman. Oh. But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey! We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, Following the, the Friars. I'm sorry. It's always funny to me because I get to see it. And you don't realize the faces that you're... Today's was different. You don't realize the faces that you make. Well, I'm in a hurry you, today, so well, I, I didn't have time to really savor it and embrace it. And Yeah, but the look on your face was still hilarious. Oh, okay. Yeah. You wear all of your emotions right out front. Yes, yes. I have to tell my face often to use its inside voice. I mean, what I'm thinking is written on it at all times. So, so you know, it, happiness, sadness, disdain, you're an idiot. It's right oh. there on my face. So, always, always out yeah. in the front. Yeah, sorry. No secrets. Sorry, people out there. I mean, I guess, you know, you know what I'm thinking, so yeah. I'm honest. Well, no, no. There's a lot of those feelings you wouldn't say in, out loud. That's true. My face has to do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Only people who know you well enough to know which face is what. This is true. You never know which face is telling what story. Yeah, uh, which is why being in crowds is difficult because I enjoy people watching, but if I see someone who is, um, well. Well, you're always the, secretly the, and silently judging everyone. No, I am not. But if hence, I see. if I see the an, faces. No, if I see an outfit in which I know the mirror lied to the wearer. Oh my God. I can't help it because I'm like, because I'm in two places in my mind. I'm either like, wow, the self confidence it takes, or wow, oh, honey. Yeah. Like, I'm either, I'm not envious because it's like, no, I would never put that on, but it's either, oh, mm, yeah, that was a bad choice. But you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oof, the, better you, better know you than me. The, you know what? I see a lot of that because I have to fly so much. I see a lot of that in the airports. Yeah, we talked in a previous episode about yoga pants not being pants. They are not pants. They are still not pants. And you know what else is not pants? Those TikTok make your butt look great pants. Well, but you know, there are some people out there who rock it and think that, uh, you know, you know it's what? acceptable. More power to them. Just don't get mad when people look. Don't get mad. Exactly. Well, I think that's kind you know, of the point. They want people to you, look. You, you can't dangle a, a nice-looking piece of steak in front of a hungry tiger and and not expect the tiger to drool a little bit. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, I've seen some cases where it wasn't steak. It was more like salami. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Man, we woke up awfully judgmental this yeah, morning. Yeah, we did. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes we, we are recording in the morning because, well, once again, I did not fall asleep. We just forgot. Along with forgetting, we had so dance much. Go- oh my gosh, it was just the <laughs> worst—not worst day ever. But it was like, just we super just, busy. We, we it, just, was, yeah. it was the busiest day we've probably had since. Yeah, well, no, we've been busy doing other things, but we were actually like busy working yesterday. Yeah, and I completely you, forgot that Anna Kate had dance. Yeah, and, well, you uh, well, yeah. but there was that, and you were busy working on a bunch of stuff. I had to do a bunch of professor things, and like 
I'm still trying to mm-hmm. put the finishing touches on the teaching schedule. Well, for this semester, that and and schools just I mean like getting getting back into the routine of the kids being back in school and yeah. yes, while we don't have small children living here, I am we are still responsible for a small child, so well, uh, you know, I have to, to keep a, up with all of that. So I'm I'm having to get back into a routine. Uh, after getting all of the Christmas taken down and put away in the house finally clean, I am. Um, I feel like I need a recovery. Yeah, a vacation. Gracious, Thank I goodness, know, we're right? about to take one. Are which we? Which really isn't a vacation. It'll be busy too. So. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. It'll be a vacation. Well, yeah. It'll be a vacation. Yeah. <clears throat> it better be a vacation. A busy vacation, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's as busy as we want it to be. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We're going. It's our first time going to this particular place. Yes, we'll have to give everyone an update next yeah. week. We are. Um, we're we're leaving to uh, to go to our first thirty A songwriters festival. Yeah, and I'm pretty stoked in the Florida Panhandle. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it because um, it's kind of been on my bucket list of things to do. And I, the way I'm viewing it is, I will either absolutely love it and want to do it every year or I will absolutely hate it and never want to go back. <laughs> there wow. will be no in between. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, I have a question. Do they have a parade? No, I don't think there's a parade. Oh, I'm out! I'm out! <laughs> not going! No parade? Why not? Well, who would do the Who would be in the parade? I don't know. Songwriters? That would be fun. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It would be hilarious. Get them all together and go, okay, kids, here's your kazoo. About to have the songwriters, mar- 30A marching band. And then you find the out. The All Kazoo Orchestra. You, then you find out who was actually in marching band <laughs> and who was not. Yeah, probably very few. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, let me let me get right on that for yeah. you. I'm just saying. Yeah. There should be a parade. Uh, okay. I'm kind of hoping, kind of hoping, <clears throat> like, Anna Kate gets, like, wants to do a parade at some point. So we can dress up and, I don't know, I'll make uniforms for us. We'll dress up and... Well, she could have been in the Christmas parade with her with her dance class. Well, why wasn't she? Her mother felt she would enjoy it more if she was watching it versus writing Oh, no, it. no, that's very true. I mean, she could see more than just... That's very true. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, and... And Ashley would have had to like walk alongside the yes, float. Yes, the parents were <laughs> were required to walk with yeah. them. So yeah, she, yeah. she and I was, was not, not volunteering for that job. N- so. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's a you know that Christmas parade's a pretty long one. It is. It is. It's our little our little quaint hometown has a, a rather rather large Christmas parade. People come from all over, and we marched in the very first one. We did, didn't we? We did. It we was marched. in the middle of the day, too, wasn't it? It was on a Saturday. It, well, Saturday morning. It was like 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, but yes, we marched in the very first one many, many moons many ago. Many moons ago. Yes. <laughs> Long while ago. Yeah. So every time I go, it's a little nostalgic when I see the band go by because we were the first ones to do it. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like maybe it's our positioning, like where we like to watch from. Uh, yeah, I know. There's a dog in my lap. I didn't ask for it to be there. It just showed up. Well, she she saw a place to land. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, she's she is quite the flying Ewok these days. She's uh, her hair has gotten long. <laughs> but what was I saying? Oh, we were talking about the positioning of where we where we sit. I was going to say that it might be that it's because we're like where we usually watch from is about two-thirds of the way through. We're on the home stretch, Correct. right? Yes. But by the time all the little marching bands get to where we are, they're all kind of over it. <laughs> So yes. no one's really marching in step anymore. There's like, ah, whatever. Yes. I, yeah, because they have to march. I'm going to march at least a mile, maybe more. Oh, no. That parade's a little bit more than that. Yeah. So with the twists and turns and everything. Mm-hmm. So if you're not used to. You think about where it starts. Mm. It makes a giant loop in our town. I mean, it's <clears throat> that first leg. At that first big intersection that they hang that right hand turn them. That's a do they come down do they come down our uh Mount Olive by do they come down that main okay, road? Okay, we're getting into a realm that people are not gonna understand because yeah, they I don't know. know our area. They don't, they so don't. I mean and for us to try to explain it would be absolutely I'm trying to an remember, act in futility. Yeah, so. I'm trying to remember the parade path now. Yeah, well you the can front re- end. you can remember that on your own time. You're okay. on your own Following the friar's time right now, so oh, move yeah. on. Move on. Okay. <laughs> it's an impossibility at this point. Correct. My, AD, my ADD is kicked in, and I am hyper-focused you, you on something have... completely mundane and ridiculous. I, exactly. And, and unimportant. Precisely. So you can... I'll draw you a map when we finish recording. Awesome. We'll <laughs> post a picture up for everyone to follow along later. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No. Oh, my just God. No. The dog... Sitting on my lap, just past gas. Oh, oh, that's disgusting, little dog. Yeah, yeah. Blame it on the dog. Oh uh, no. <laughs> oh no, that's definitely not my brand. That's the probiotic working. Oh lord. Oh, that was disgusting, little dog. Come here, little girl. I oh, love you. I'm just saying this. It's like a loaded weapon. Handle with care. You never know when it's going to go off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Hey, let's talk. Uh, I want to. I want to talk about um, something very, very important. You always like to do a countdown every year, and I, I know you. You keep up with it, right? Huh? A countdown. You like to count the days down until football. Yes, the beginning of football season. It has started. <laughs> yes, my countdown has started. Oh, my word. So, I'm going to say that this this will not be a popular, popular thing to say among Bama Nation, but I was okay with not going to California this year. Yeah. I was perfectly happy with the season we had and where we wound up and how we did in the Sugar Bowl. Fine with me. Yeah. Um, because... My perspective is there are a lot of teams out there that would have traded places with us. Absolutely. In a hot minute. In an instant. And, you know, it, it's okay to give someone else a turn. So, with that being said, completely, like, Monday night, happy to be in my pajamas on the couch. Yes. 
Uh, <laughs> with a full wallet. I was going to say, and your wallet was happy too, because you know Very happy. we would have been in California. So, with that being said, it's it's there's a lot of fun to happen between now and the end of August, but yes, I have not actually formally started my countdown calendar yet. Oh, wow. But it it's coming. It is it's coming. coming. It is okay. coming. So, yeah. I know how you get, you know, get around Halloween, you count down the days to Halloween and then we get like just past Halloween and it's count down to, you know, Turkeyville and then countdown. the count down to Christmas. Actually, the countdown to Christmas started on the uh, on January first. It did. I had my countdown going. I would think, still had that. I, we, I think I'm I got surprised. down to like three hundred and fifty three days yeah, before I took yeah, it. Yeah, I'm surprised that we actually got everything packed up and put away as quickly as we did. Um, I, I mean, I'm genuinely shocked. What are you? Are you working over there? No, there's only two hundred and twenty seven days until Alabama kicks off. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> let's talk about let's talk about the other elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs uh, for not only winning a national championship but pulling off something that is um, difficult to do. Difficult yes. to do, um, you know, extremely difficult circumstances to. To, uh, it is, however, I'm to gonna, win back-to-back I'm going Natties. to say it, and, and I'm going to I'll stand You'll catch by grief it. by it, I'm sure. I'm going to catch grief, and I don't begin to care. The committee got it wrong this year. I, you know what? They got it wrong this year. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you on that. I mean, TCU lost their, cha- their conference championship. Yeah. And I've said this to people on Facebook that I know that I'm, I'm not being antagonistic. It's just conversations we're having. They did not win their conference championship, so... It lets me know that winning your conference championship does not matter. Right. Does not matter at all. And, it, it you know, they still got in. We They shouldn't have gotten in. And some could argue that Alabama got in when they didn't even play in their conference championship. Georgia got in after having lost their conference championship. Sure. So I realize that statement could adversely affect those two teams, yeah. but I still stand by that statement. Well, if I, you it, don't win your conference championship, you don't get to go. Well, I think that, you know, <clears throat> they should at least iron out the – like they should really state clearly whether or not a conference championship is important. Because if it is important, it's clearly not. Yeah, if it, but but if it is important, and it does have, matter, have weight. Yeah, then then yeah, but also, then it has to, then it has to carry weight when you play for a conference championship and don't win it. Right, it has to carry more right. weight. Well, and I also did some research yesterday on who is on the committee right now, and this is also going to be a very unpopular comment. Most of them are active athletic directors sure. at college football you know, sure. schools. So I'm thinking, okay, there's no bias there. Yeah. 
And, you know, they're supposed to remain neutral and use their little formulas or whatever. But in my mind, I'm thinking it needs to be people who are very familiar with how the game is played and how the teams play and how the structure is. But it does not need to be active athletic directors and active. I would agree with that. You know, people who have maybe, you know, potentially a dog in the fight. Because one of the ADs is Michigan's. Yeah. Who's on the committee. Oh, gee See? whiz, Michigan was in the playoffs. Looky there. Now, I know there had to be agreement across the board. Michigan had the, the numbers. They won their conference championship. They did. They won their conference and, championship. And so, I'm not, was, I'm not hating on them specifically. I'm just using that and, as and a... And that was the argument as of a, putting them in the ranking mm-hmm. above Ohio State. Yes. Yeah, because they won their conference championship. Yeah. Which they played against who? Who? What are you talking Michigan. About? Who who did they play in their conference championship? Oh, I I've slept since then. I didn't. Who who did they play against? I thought. Wait a minute. I thought they played against Ohio State. No, 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 no. Who that was earlier in the season. Okay. Well, that's neither here nor there. Now it's not my conference. So I don't really care. Yeah. But <laughs> the bigger the bigger thing is it gives the appearance of a conflict of interest. If you sure. have a program whose athletic director is sitting on the committee, right? So. And again, I mean, you have to get the rest of the committee on board with you, and the school has to have the record and all of that. But I I think the committee is structured wrong. Yeah. And this is not coming because there's going to be there's going to be people saying, "Oh, it's just because your team didn't get in." No, we have been talking about this for years. For years, even when Alabama gets in, we have been talking about this. Yeah, there were a couple of years that I. Yeah, there were a couple of years where. We were shocked that Alabama... I was shocked that we got in last year. Yeah, me too. When we got to the national title game in Indianapolis, I was sitting, and I remember saying to you, we really shouldn't be here. We forest gumped our way into the natty this year. Mm -hmm. And I fully expected to lose. And, and, you know, but Bama, you know, looking at all the metrics, we had a Heisman Trophy winner last year. Which I think is bad luck. Yeah, I, I mean, congratulations too. to him. I'm glad that he got the Heisman Trophy, but it seems like now that I'm watching, yeah. like paying attention, seems like the Heisman Trophy is almost like Yeah, a by the way, the Corso curse is very much alive. Very much alive. Yeah. <laughs> Corso picks your team. Just go ahead and go home. Yeah, just go ahead and just buy a few extra mm-hmm. beers while you're at the stadium. Exactly. So um, it's time for him to retire. Oh, he's <clears throat> probably close to it. Yeah. Um, I personally, this is just... And this is going to also be an unpopular stance, but I personally, personal opinion, I think that the metrics that they use, the the, the list of criteria that they use to determine which teams are in and which teams are out um, need to be a little bit more concrete. You know, the, you know, 30 years ago when Florida was lighting up the, the the rankings all the time. This is the, during the Spurrier era. You know, they were let, allowing computer algorithms to dictate how you got ranked. Mm-hmm. And Spurrier just figured out how to manipulate that in the best way possible and did. Um, I'm thinking, you know, because they look, you know, the committee, it's anytime you allow opinion to come into it, it's going to be imperfect, right? Of course. The reason TCU got in is because we had a situation a handful of years ago with UCF, University of Central Florida. They went undefeated in their season. Yeah, they're still claiming they were the rightful national 
title winner for that year. Yep. And it, yeah, still. But you know, it's because of that situation that we have some people going, "Oh, you know, TCU, the TCU, you know." Because they were unranked at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Unranked completely. And they Got the work done and did what they needed to do to get where they were. Sure, yeah. Which is great, and I commend them for it. However, Mm -hmm. they did not win their conference championship. exactly. I find... That should have knocked them out of the top four. What's really interesting to me is how there's this constant barrage of double standards that exists among um, all of the sports pundits. Mm -hmm. Um. And, and what I mean by that is everyone's going to say, oh, well, TCU deserved to be there because, well, not everyone. You're going to have a lot of people say TCU deserved to be there where they were because they came through in the last second and, and like, pulled through, you know, at, what, four times. They won ball games just at the last instant, you know, by the skin of their teeth, right? So and that, that, did and, several other teams, and they weren't there. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know... Do they apply the same axiom towards, all right, well, how did you lose? If you've got a top team and they lost by just a fraction, you know, or because or, that happened to Alabama a couple well, of times. Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't think that they do because, I mean, using Alabama as the, as the example, I mean, we lost two games by a total of four points in the last play of the game. Yeah. Last play of the game. Yeah. So, you know, how do you, how do you weight that? Exactly. Um, and one so, of them was to, at the time, Tennessee, weren't they ranked number one or number two that, they were that ranked, week? They were ranked higher than us, I think, at that time. Yeah. And then they later went on to, you know, lose handily to South Carolina, which some would argue, well, that doesn't fare well for Alabama because they were beaten by Tennessee. So it, it creates this ripple effect of, okay, well, you lost – in the last play yeah. of the game. This the, equals it, this, and right, now you and, can't do that. Right, and, there's all of this convoluted, and then yeah. the general public just looks at wins and losses, and they're like, oh, a two-loss team, any two-loss team, I'm not talking about Alabama specifically, but a two-loss team just doesn't get to go ever. Yeah. Which. Well, and then you, you, then you have to, you know, so when you get into that murky water and you're <clears> discussing <throat> things like that, you know, because there was the discussion of like, okay, you know, does Alabama get into the to the playoff tree? And you and I were of the opinion, no, that they don't. There are there are yeah. a lot of teams with one loss mm-hmm. that probably should be considered over Alabama. If you're only looking at record, if you're yeah. only looking at wins and losses, and you take nothing else into consideration on paper, yeah. there were more one loss teams, right? And and so here 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 comes that weird double standard again. It's like, mm-hmm. oh well, you know, you got to look at strength of schedule. Oh. Okay, so strength of schedule matters. Well, that's an opinion. Yeah, and Alabama, you know, I think, had the eighth, eighth yeah, and, highest and, yeah, exactly. strength of schedule. The, yeah, so, so at the, do you take the strength of the schedule at the beginning of the season or the strength of schedule based off of what the final rankings were? I, I think that that's a circular argument, and it's mm-hmm. it's there's too much. Well, and I don't think expanding to 12 teams is going to fix that. Oh, God, no. That's just going to make it worse. I think it's going to muddy, muddy the waters completely. Because and, and I think even more people are going to be aggravated. And, yeah, and irritated. And I think you're going to see more football games like we saw Monday night. Very lopsided 
mismatched games where, you know, um, it's just a blowout and nobody's going to want to watch football because it's, it'll be boring. Well, there is that potential for that. Well, not football, playoffs because it'll be boring. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, because I'll admit it, I turned off the Georgia game in the second quarter because I was not, I mean, it was just, like, Georgia's got this, I'm bored, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go watch something. I else. wonder so how I, many I'm other people did that. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, back to the committee choosing, and I've said this for years too, and I stand by the comment, it's also about money. Yeah. They are going to sit down and look at what is going to make money. Yeah. What will people bet on? Because all this ranking, as you've said for years, is for betting. It's not. It's, yeah, it's totally about gambling. Has nothing to so, do with where they so, actually you know, stand. I look at, okay, if I'm sitting in a room with 12 other people, because I think there's 13 on the panel, um, what matchups am I going to be looking at? Or potential matchups, you know, yeah. depending on who wins what, are going to pull in revenue. Yeah. And, you know, from a fan perspective... Alabama fans travel well. We will spend money to travel. Sure. But the rest of the nation is tired of us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Everybody's like, you know. So, you know, I can absolutely see a scenario where not only did our two losses play into, no, nah, they're not going. It was also a, does anybody really want to watch them play? Will anyone, you know, turn on their TV for this? My answer is yes, because more people like to watch to see us hopefully lose than to see us potentially oh, yeah. win. There's as much Alabama hate as there is Alabama love. I can promise you that. Globally. That's the globally. thing that's hilarious. The globally. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's good. you know, my unpopular two cents. I think that well, with the NIL, we've talked about this before, the NIL has really made things squirrely um, and, in my opinion, ruined college football forever. But with the NIL, which makes recruiting more difficult um, – and with the expansion of the playoff system, and then you have Oklahoma and Texas coming into the SEC. Yeah. You know, there's just a lot of things that are going to make football very interesting in the next handful yeah. of years. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, it's just, it, I'm, I'm interested to see how it turns out. Well, I th- and I think there needs to be a restructuring of the SEC teams. And I don't know what that would look like. I don't know how you would split it up. But... Even though the East is getting better, they are still historically the weaker side of our conference. Sure. Those are the easier games. Sure. And any one of those teams can ruin your season. So you can't let your guard down. But, and I'm going to go ahead and say this too. When year after year, you're playing in the West, and the West is, you know, just a very difficult part of our our um of our conference to play yeah it's kind of hard to not look at you know other teams and go well did you play this one right. and this one and this one and this one and do you play them every single year with consistency because i have you, i have seen some some writers say you know alabama's gonna have a cupcake season because of the like the three non-conference games we have and i'm like Okay, great. We have three non-conference games. I think it was three. But have yeah. you looked at the other teams we play yeah. every single flipping year? Like, that doesn't change. Yeah. We get to play Texas again next year in Tuscaloosa. And I'm like, that was a hard game. Texas is a tough team. That was a hard Consistently game. Consistently a very competitive team. And they are team. coming to the SEC. Yeah. As is Oklahoma at, with Brent Venables driving, yeah, and, and driving the boat and on I that one. I don't think there is, I don't think it's going to be a situation of Mizzou. And I apologize to any Missouri fans. I'm not hating on you, but 
Missouri came in and hey, just, Missouri came in and did well they right did away. Did well right in the beginning, and then they haven't done so great since. I don't think that's going to be the case with Texas and Oklahoma. Oh no! I think they're going to come in and they're going to wreak havoc. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and then you know you also have to consider like how tough and competitive all the teams in the SEC are. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's it <clears throat> just. It, but I think, it, you know, there's a piece of me that thinks or, you know, looks at things and, and it's like it needs to be structured in such a way that, you know, it's if, equally hard for both sides to get to where they need to get. I, I think, well, and if, if they split, even though it doesn't make sense geographically, if they split one, you know, one of the teams entering into the Southeastern Conference, if they split those two, and one in the east, one in the west. Well, they'll have to. That's, there's no other way if, to do it. If they do that, then it doesn't matter which one they put in the east. The east is going to get tougher by a long shot. True. That is true. Um, which I figure they'll put Oklahoma in the east. but That would be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they potentially have the most dangerous program. With Brent Venables, absolutely. Yeah. And for those who don't know, he was the OC. He was the d- defensive oh, coordinator. Oh, he was the DC at Clemson. For when, like 12 years. When Clemson was, you know. Really, really our hot. butt every other yeah. year. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, really, really brilliant mm-hmm. defensive mind. I'm interested to see how he does as a head coach. Um, yeah. I want to touch it's, on that 12-team playoff bracket explain it to me again it, it or let me see if i've got it right you said it's the five conference winners from the power five conferences which i think is bs because it they should just allow all the conferences hey uh, hang on i'm gonna to put uh, forth their champion and you're either the best team in football that day or you're not yeah well so yes let me see here so it's the top five it's, the top four hang, hang on hang on I'm looking here to um, the six highest rated conference champions and the six highest rated at large teams. Okay. The format would feature. Well, that obviously eight. is going to, uh, they're hoping that Notre Dame is always one of those at large teams. Of course. <laughs> the format would feature a first round bar for the top four seeds. Okay. And then the first round games would be um, the four. 12 high- be the 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 four top seeds would be the four highest rated. Let's see, four, they get a they get a bye week, right? They get and a then bye the week. Other eight, so it'd be twelve and five would play, eleven and six would play, okay. ten and seven would play, and then nine and eight would play. Okay, very similar to what we're doing already, right? So, but here's how it here's how you uh, here's where everything gets cattywampus. <clears throat> you got. The six, they're going to allow in six highest-rated conference champions, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what happens if you have conference champions that are, you know, two losses, three losses? See, they're going to have to throw that out the window. They'll have to throw it out the window. They will have to throw that out the window. And And then then you're going to have people arguing right back to, but they had two losses. They had three losses. But they had a conference win. But they had a conference win. Yeah, they had a conference championship. Why aren't they in? Exactly. You know. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a, like I said, it's about to get very, very interesting. It yeah. is about to get very, very interesting. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. really, I'm really curious to see how it all turns out, shakes out. It'll be fun regardless. Eh, it Roll will. Roll tide. 
Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. Oh, indeed. which incidentally, on a on a separate note, yeah, Alabama's basketball team is ranked at number four right now. Whoa! I How did that happen? That will change. They're a football I'm sure. school. I know. What? <laughs> what? Crazy town. And we're we you know, gosh, There's six weeks away from. March the beginnings of uh, March Madness. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of time for there's them a to whole blow lot it. Of, but, yeah. but <laughs> don't say that. We're I know. doing really well. No, yeah, but number four. That's all. Number awesome. four. Yeah, well, you know what this music means. We're to the end of another I'm episode. I'm so sad. You're not. You're, I'm you've not. Got, I, have, I have to go work. You, I have, you, I have real you just looked at do. your arm my, that's and, not wearing a watch and, and my, held it up like you're You're pointing at it like you're wearing a watch. Yes, I, ha- I have to go. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've been running late today. Yes. Yes. Well, everyone listening, thank you so much for spending a little time listening to our little podcast. Uh, you've been listening to Following the Friars. I'm Chris. I'm Holly. Yes. Um, reach out to us via social media or email us at followingthefriars at gmail.com. Um, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Yeah. 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 So until next time. Bye. Bye.